Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. And this is the trade update. All thanks to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Welcome behind the mic, San Fantasia. Hello. It's been a big day. It's been a massive in the trade day. world. There's, uh, you thought, all right, we've got one of the big deals across the line with Luke Jackson heading to Fremantle with a few later pick swaps and all that. Then Toby Bedford going from Melbourne to GWS as part of that deal as well. Then it just got bigger. You got mm-hmm. Isaac Rankin heading to the Crows. Uh, a few more pick swaps there with uh, pick five being the center of the deal alongside Isaac. And then we get a mega deal. A four club trade uh, just. Um, that we thought was blocked over the weekend. That was probably the biggest news that the AFL yes. blocked Port Adelaide being able to trade out their future first and second round selections. So Port Adelaide have, part of the reason this was able to get across the line was because they were able to get back a future second rounder from uh, Collingwood via GWS. Now they can't trade that as part of the Radicalia trade to Geelong because they need to have that second rounder next season as part of the AFL draft guidelines. Right. right. So, have you read all those guidelines? No, there's there's quite a few. I was just brushing up before. I was actually looking to see if Isaac Rankin would be a free agent uh, when he came out of contract at the Crows after that three year deal and all that sort of stuff. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out at the end of his deal. And uh, you know, he's obviously backed himself in for a bigger payment and a longer contract at the end of the three years. So we'll just um, see how it plays out. But um, I just wanted to touch on. Justin Reid talking about Matt Crouch, Lockie Scholl, Fisher Mackesy and James Rowe. Yeah, I think we've been pretty consistent, I guess, leading into the trade period. I understand the interest with Matt being out of the team a bit during the year, but um, yeah, pretty pretty certain Matt's contracted and, you know, we're looking for a big off-season. We'll be at the club next year. Uh, Scholly um, and Fish are both contracted, so I know both of them are looking for big off-seasons and we've got a few out of contract, James Rowe being one of them. So like most clubs you have, you know, half a dozen guys that have to sit through trade period and list lodgements due at the end of October. So we'll work through that in the coming weeks. But um, we're tight for list spots, but we're obviously working through things over the next 48 hours and the weeks to come. So Jimmy Rowe's a really interesting one. What I think would potentially happen with the Crows is Ben Davis gets cut off the rookie list after he was re-rookied last year. And then you probably do the same as to what they did with Ben with James Rowe. So you cut him, but then you re-rookie him. Then you've got Matt Crouch, obviously got one year to run his contract. Lockie Scholl's still got a year to run his contract. And Fisher Mackesy still has a year to run his contract. I think Scholl can be a really decent player. He's one of the few who've received two Rising Star nominations. But I'd be interesting to sort of hear your thoughts on that, Dougie. Yeah, no, I'm saying I think he, uh, he's got a lot of upside. His ball use, his work rate is exceptional. Uh, the questions is contest work. That's what um, has been a negative for him. Uh yeah, it needs another year. But the one with Matt, I just still can't get over. He's got one year left, not on the side this year. He's not going to play next year, and then he's gone. So for me, I just cannot fathom why he would not uh, be seeking um, another home. But, uh, yeah. The whispers about Sydney 
today that he they might be a, have a home in Sydney? Uh, yeah. On that, he'd be a pretty good fit for them. Yeah, he'd he'd help certainly help. He'd be that inside mid they've lost in Kennedy. Um, so I'd be I'd be all over that if I was Matt. But uh, he seems pretty settled in Adelaide, so he's going to clearly back himself. He'd have a big summer and, and force his way into the side. So good luck to him. I thought an interesting one was uh, the Bombers trading for Will Setterfield. They've been into him since he was drafted. Uh, what was it? A top five pick in 2016 to the Giants. They were potentially going to use um, an early selection on him if they he, he didn't go to GWS. But you'd think that a proven player like Matt Crouch, if the Bombers are getting someone like Setterfield, who, you know, you're getting him for... Fine chips. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. future fourth round selection, which, you know, they're probably not going to use anyway. Mm. Why not go, go after a player for Matt Crouch if you're looking for inside midfield depth? Good question. <laughs> very good question. What's well, uh, Harold expert, Setterfield? Yeah, he's what, 24? 24, yeah. yeah. So Matt's what, 27. So, yeah. I mean, maybe three years, but. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? It is. Very interesting. Uh, Luke Jackson making his way from Fremantle to Melbourne. So West Coast obviously involved in that pick swap, meaning that he, you know, they just didn't have the currency to get that through. But I think he'll he'll do quite well over at um, the Dockers. But it's interesting to see what happens with Rory Lobb because they're going to, by all indications, hold him to the last year of his contract instead of sending him to the Doggies, which has uh, been his desire throughout this trade period. And last trade period, he wanted to go back to GWS where he came from. <laughs> He's obviously having a good time over yeah. in the West, isn't he? But, oh, well, yeah, I mean... You couldn't imagine both of those boys playing in the same forward line. Um, so I would have thought, well, wouldn't you trade him if he's got currency now? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. next year he's uh, yeah, uncontracted can go for nothing. So, Do you think that's a bit of a bluff from Frio to the market, uh, saying we're not getting rid of him just be, to push his value up a little? I'm not sure. Yeah, potentially. Or they just back themselves in to keep him. But um, interesting one. But I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to is – the next year or two seeing this mega trade unfold and who yeah. is the the winner out of these. Um, early on, you obviously think Port are the front runners, but uh, given the draft picks to come in, how it will unfold will be a big talking point over many years, I'm sure. It's um, an interesting point of view from GWS. They've got in pick one, pick 53 and 57. But out goes uh, pick three, 12, and a 2023 second rounder. I think they've uh, given up too much for pick one this year, especially when it's going to go straight to Will Ashcroft uh, at Brisbane Lions. Yeah, they're after the big uh, – his name escapes me, the big uh, forward. They think we'll be able to replace Jeremy Cameron. Um, Partner up with Jesse Hogan. Yeah, in the future. So I'm with you there. Like, Yeah, three, 12, and – Second round, 23 for one. It's uh, He'd want to be a good player. It'd be, it'd pressure want to be a very, on him now, doesn't very it? So, good player. And to be able to hold him too. Um, they haven't been able to do that. The Giants over many years. So they're putting all their eggs in one basket. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Uh, for some of the Crows fans asking why they didn't go after Jack Graham, here's Justin Reid, uh, audio number seven there, Bonds. Jack's a quality young man, but certainly um, yeah, hadn't gone into too much thought there. Isaac was a key focus with what we're trying to achieve and, um, yeah, so I know he's contracted to Richmond, so I think that's where it will sit. And, uh, Dougie, I just wanted to hear, uh, we'll, we'll play an audio grab from uh, number six here, Bonds, read on the shape of the Crows list and the rebuild. I just want to hear your thoughts on, um, I guess, the future of your old club over the over the coming years. You know, we're very aggressive in, in a rebuild. So, as you guys know, that, that rebuild doesn't start in year one. It takes time. So, as a list demographic, we're probably at our low point this year and to a certain extent next year in regards to our age and games played. So, 
not everything's linear, but to go from three wins to seven to eight, and I think the consistency uh, is probably where we got to this year. So I think bringing Isaac into the group, but more having that cohesion as a young group. You know, the focus for us was let's contract this young group. We've gone to four drafts pretty significantly. Uh, let's contract into that. Let's expose it, play games together, and, and then from there see where that gap analysis is. Yeah, I think for me, the forward end starting to look really strong with Rochelle, Phil Thorpe, uh, obviously got Tex, uh, we've got Rankin now and Fogarty. So we've got some real firepower up front, which is going to scare a lot of def- uh, defenders. Uh, midfield's still the question mark. We're still trying to get some real speed and some class on the outside. I feel we've got enough inside uh, and probably a big fella down back to help out the boys there. But uh, yeah, I'm with Justin there. I think they've had a really clear plan where they want to get to. They've been building slowly over three years. Um, next year's going to be important. They need to, you know, get close to 10 wins um, and keep attracting, you know, if they can get one top-end talent every year and build upon that, uh, they're going to be, you know, on the right track. So it's uh, come from a long way back, haven't they, the Crows? But I think they're starting to build um, some good talent. But obviously draft picks are going to be key. Absolutely. And just a quick one, I know hindsight's twenty twenty and all that sort of stuff, but last year the Crows offered three first-rounders uh, for Jason Horn francis a tweet here from Cal Toomey. The Crows ended up using those three first-rounders on Josh Rochelle, pick six in 2021, Jordan Dawson, a future first-rounder, which will be this year, and Isaac Rankin. So who would you rather, Jason Horn francis or those three players? It's a... Um, Interesting. Time, time will tell. Time Come. will tell. Absolutely. Anyway, boys, that's me. Thanks to CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.